All right. All right, Shane, what's up, dude? Not much, brother. How are you? I'm great, man. Yeah. I'm great because I came up here to this awesome house here in Fresno, man, and I'm just like, you got the jacuzzi hanging, you got the sauna, you got your, you know, cold water for your cold water plunges, and it's just a resort here, man. <laughs> hey, it's my, my little slice, you know? <laughs> well, thank you, man. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So, um, guys, I got my buddy Shane Brown here. He's a captain at the Fresno Fire Department. And today we're going to be talking about the SGB shop, and uh, it's the uh, Stellet Ganglion Block. There we go, Stellet yeah. Ganglion Block shot. Sorry, yeah. so it's good. it's brand new to me. Yeah. Um, my story with the recovery from PTSD and, and the job being a firefighter and and uh, different stuff like that. You reached out to me a couple weeks ago, and you've known me for a while from Long Beach and and whatnot when we used to work down there together. And you're like, hey man, I. I I got this SGB shot. I was like, wait, what What happened? What's this? How come you got it? What's this all about? So um, we'll get right into it. Yep. And uh, what, is, what is SGB? Um, why did you get it? How does it work? And how, how can it benefit us as firemen or anybody that's going through any kind of, you know, maybe mental health problem, you know, brain health side of it? Um, let's get into it and just, you know, let us know what you got. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So the, I had no idea what this thing was, right? And obviously our stories, you know, intersect in a lot of ways about the things that you and I have both experienced. I mean, the fire service in general, I think the majority of us all connect and yeah. have, have many similar veins and issues that we deal with. Um, I'd always been pretty solid, like not, not much bothers me. Uh, I thought, I thought everything was fine. Um, I didn't really realize a lot of the, the uh, biological consequences of this job. Yeah. And what I mean by that is you've done a lot of research on the brain, mm -hmm. you know, you're really into the neuroscience as am I. Yeah. Neuroplasticity is a you know, big hot topic right now. If anybody's paying attention to that, you, you know, they're finding that they used to think the brain is essentially done growing at 25. They're showing without doubt that no, man, like even when you're older, you can continue to learn, you can learn an instrument, you can learn a language or it's like the brain is amazing, right? Yeah. It's our onboard computer. So as I went through my sort of journey on trying to like discover what was bothering me and the issues I was having. Um, I, I hear about this shot. Now, as you know, right, you go and you, you finally say, okay, I, I'm willing to talk to somebody. For and sure. One of the first things they do is throw meds at you. Yeah. Yep. I'm not one of those med guys, you Neither know, and I. yeah, you Neither know, we're, we're both healthy guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, we eat, well, you eat better than me and work out better than me, <laughs> but I eat fairly healthy. I'm, I take care of myself. I'm, you know, I stay, in, I stay pretty, pretty fit. I mean, yeah. we're, I work for a busy department and you have to and stuff. So, um, However, you know, they, the doctors immediately want to implement this regime of, of like, hey, here's a dozen meds. And I was yeah. like, wait, what are you talking about? Yeah. You haven't even talked to me. You know, exactly. you haven't, you haven't yeah. you've spent like 20 minutes with me and, and that's it. And it's like, you, you have no idea who I am, what I've done, what I'm capable of, my mindset, anything. Yeah, exactly. So it was a yeah. super disappointment initially because as you, you know, it's hard enough for firefighters to ask for help. Oh, for sure. Right? Yep. Just, oh, yeah. just like you, like me, most yeah. of us. It's, so when you finally kind of timidly raise your hand and say, okay, I, I'm willing to, and then you get you, you get met with that, yeah. it's no wonder people don't want to go back exactly. or you know, continue down this road. They, they will, what the hell am I doing? I don't want to take fucking gabapentin and trazodone and all these crazy yeah. names and shit. I mean, dude, I, I didn't like taking Vicodin after a surgery. 
You know, I mean, it's yeah. like I, I minimally take medicine. Yeah, do you even take ibuprofen? Barely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah barely. exactly. I mean, exactly. I, I do, but it's yeah. pretty rare. You yeah. know, I mean, I'm, yeah. like as we sit, I just had skin cancer cut off. You haven't seen me take a single med since you've been here, yeah. right? No, I mean, I other than uh-uh. some old Metamucil because I'm getting older, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, man, like it, it just, you know, meds weren't my gig. And I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah. is this really how this is going to be? Yeah. Basically what I would expect, right? Like, yeah. Don't listen to you, you know, pick out a symptom, throw something at it, come back to see me in three weeks and cool, I get to bill insurance again. Meanwhile, I'm still fucking stuck in limbo, not knowing what's going on. And, you know, if I'm at work, calls are still coming, right? And yep. I got turmoil at home, whatever's happening. So anyways, as I said, you know, I'm more than happy to share my story, uh, you know, in the future with you, like, you know, in a public forum, no problem. But today we're talking about SGB. So yeah. as I progressed through this, I went to, um, I actually ended up going to a facility and, and it's dedicated to firefighters. It's a center of excellence. Okay. And, who, um, and who's that? Is that through union? Is that through the state or how does it work? Right. So that IAFF, our International Association of mm-hmm. Firefighters, essentially it's a facility for anybody that's a part of the IFF. Got um, it. You can, the numbers online, I mean, you can literally Google it this moment if you're thinking about it. And they, they, have, a, they have a slew of different um, opportunities for uh, for assistance. And I called initially to see, cause I'd had some pretty bad, uh, experiences with some providers in this in the area I'm working I think in. a lot have. Yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> I, I think that EAP, you know, they should come up with a different acronym cause it's not an assistance program whatsoever. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so I, I, one of the things I knew that the center of excellence offered was to potentially say, Hey, we can hook you up with vetted providers in your area. So I called and that was my initial intent. Well, through some discussion on the phone and, and, and through kind of them, uh, doing the intake checklist of, you know, why I was calling, uh, they actually offered for me to come out there. And I, and, and at first I thought, man, that's crazy. I'm not going to go there. You know? And I said, well, I, we'll get in depth on this another time. I'd love to share it. Cause I, I really think that it's an amazing place that saves lives. I, I don't think I know I was there. Yeah. Um, but so like fast forward to all the decisions to get there, going there, my arrival. Okay. Well, Unfortunately, when I got there, like one of the things was medicine, right? They wanted medicine. And yeah. I said, I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. I like, I don't think, you know, uh, like most of us, right? I don't think I'm that bad. I'm not, I'm good. Like, I just think I need a couple little tweaks, right? Yeah, Maybe a little, in typical fireman brain, what do we do? We're the fixers. Like, give me the page that gives me the 10 bullet points I need. Yep. I'll go do them today. Exactly. And it'll fix me, right? Yep. It's that simple. I yeah. mean, that's how we do it. Yeah. We respond and we knock out a fire. We're back home in two hours and we're laughing and joking. So what's the yep. difference here? Exactly. It's, it's got to be that simple, yeah. right? That's what we think. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's, that yeah. was my mindset. 100%. Yeah. For you know, sure. even, even researching stuff, right? Yeah. Like you, like mm-hmm. take, I'm, dude, and I'm that guy too. I'm the podcast. I'm the book. I, I read crazy voraciously. Right. Yeah. So I like to feel like I'm fairly informed for and, sure. Um, I'm very open-minded. So I wasn't opposed to, and that, I want to make that clear too. Like I'm not saying that anybody that needs medication is to not do it. You right. That right, was your right. personal choice of I just knowing start yourself. There. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without a te- like if, yeah. now if you tested me and like, Hey man, you're kind of whacked out of your skull and your chemical imbalance is requiring this then That's kind of hard to argue. With, yeah, for you know? sure. But it was yeah. kind of like a 10 minute conversation. It's like, yeah. yeah, I might be a Tasmanian devil spinning around, but it, like, can we start with some discussion? First? Yeah, exactly. It's just, so yeah, anyways, sure. while I was out there, one of the first things that I started hearing guys ask me was, Hey man, are you going to get the shot? <laughs> These were the guys that were actually yeah there the other patients the, okay, and everybody there are firefighters okay. that's there or members of the IFF got it um, and it's a voluntary place that's the beautiful thing about it is that you know it's not people on fifty one fifty holds and things I mean these these are these are brothers and sisters just like us that are suffering and a yeah. lot of them are a hell of a lot worse off than than I even realized was going on out there yeah you know for sure. I mean with some serious 
addiction problems, serious uh, substance abuse, serious yeah. suicidal ideations, attempts. I mean, you name it, right? Horrific yeah. families, whatever. Um, but pretty it, humbling, huh? Oh man, it was. It you know, as I was talking to another guy I work with, and he went through something similar to, that I did. And one of, in one of the things he told me was that in his participation in some of the programs, um, he his empathy was restored. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. that was, we lose that we do. Yeah, yep, you know, lose it absolutely. Yep. You get desensitized, right? Mm-hmm. Like you start to, oh, just pull up your bootstraps, man. Just be tough, right? Yeah, which we need to, but but there but there's there's a time and place. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's another whole discussion yeah, we need sure. to have yeah. on the whole. We don't want to create a culture of victims, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, so these guys, the the, the other people that were there, okay. like getting help and doing the work they needed to do, started asking me, "Hey, bro, are you gonna take this shot?" And I what are you talking about? You know, and then one guy's like, "Oh yeah, they give you this shot in your neck, and it like fixes your brain." And I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds like perfect science to me." And I'm like, yeah. I'm "Pack sand, dude. Like, yeah. I'm good. I'm gonna like put the work in, put my head down like I always do, work my ass off. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna study. I'm gonna, I'm gonna exercise. I'm gonna eat healthy. I'm gonna really dedicate myself in these classes, in the, in the, in the effort, you know, in the, um, in the meetings with these." therapists and clinicians and doctors and i mean like i'm all in man. Yeah, like i'm gonna sure. do the work right and that like everything in life that's how you get there yeah right? there's yeah. no shortcuts yeah there's no magic pill Mm-mm, there's that's, definitely no magic pill it takes yeah. time and, and so you were going for how long uh well originally the uh i didn't know they don't there's no like end date you Got go okay. with kind of an open end date and Got it really it you leave when you when you complete the program of, of, of that's designed for you it's not a specific like hey come here for 20 days, 30 days, 40 days. There's an average of 35 is the average stay. Some stay shorter, some stay longer. So, you know, I, I went out kind of open-ended, man. I had no okay. idea, you know, left yeah. my wife behind, took time off work. It was, it was a, it was a leap of faith for sure. Yeah. Um, but with the shot, you know, uh, the first two weeks I was there, I was like, no, I'm not, you know, I didn't even really pay a, a close attention to what it was. I'd had some minor discussions with people about, uh, you know, what, what is this thing, you know? And, and, so then I got to know some people who were, because you see the same people in the, because a lot of it's structured as classrooms okay. and stuff. So I, I got to know these people in these classroom settings. And I, I was like, man, these are some really insightful guys and girls. They're really here to do the work. I heard in their discussions a lot of the same thoughts I had, a lot of the yeah. same issues I had with my wife, with issues at work. Yeah. So it's like, okay, hey, there's a commonality here where we're all in the same boat, right? So yeah. then I would see these dudes or girls go get this shot. Yeah. Is, and that's how we refer to it is the, the shot. shot. Yeah. Um, they would go get this shot and they would come back and I would see a transformation. And I'm not talking about like over the course of a week or two. I'm talking instantaneous like relief in various stages, depending on what okay. the person had been dealing with. Like minutes, days, hours? All of the above. Got All it. of the above. Everybody's different. But yeah. I, I so and I'll give you some examples. I mean, I, I, I have specific examples that I can that, that I can give, and that's why I feel like I can speak. Yeah, um, you know, with some with some authority on this because not only did I get the shot, obviously that's why I'm talking about it, mm-hmm. but um, I started out probably like many people who may be even listening to this. They're like, "What? You're not sticking a needle in my neck, right? You're not, that <laughs> yeah. sounds like a bunch of like nonsense, Frankenstein bullshit." I was down there too, man. I get it. Yeah, like, and I and to this day I still don't do ibuprofen, right? So <laughs> yeah, um, so start off with like a handful of guys I, I had gotten to know. One individual, phenomenal guy, super smart, been a firefighter for a while family of firefighters like grandfather father uncle the whole deal right so um but literally on the cusp of quitting the fire service um hooked on xanax like severely yeah he was in massive withdrawals from xanax like couldn't go out in the sun eyes couldn't open 
his resting heart rate sitting in the classroom was 100 beats per minute plus. That's and the guy wild. was fit. I mean, he's like you. He's, he's like really fit dude. You could tell like he runs, he works out. He's a super fit guy, outdoorsy. You know, he works in an area that's beautiful with yeah. outdoor stuff. He hikes and all this stuff. Said he smoked weed all the time. He hadn't slept more than four hours in Jeez. over four years is what wow. he said. So, you know, he'd sleep an hour here, two hours here, but he, ne- he hadn't more than a four-hour block of sleep in more than four years. Wow. Okay. And he was, I mean, I, I saw this guy, and I'm 100% telling you, he was there to do the work. There was no bullshit. Yeah. He didn't want to just, he didn't want a magic pill. He didn't, yeah. He wanted to get off medication. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is the short version of this guy, but basically, he goes and gets the shot. Within two days, his heart rate was down to 60, resting heart rate. Yeah. Two weeks later, when he graduated and left the facility, he was off medication. Yeah. I texted him the other day. He's yeah. still off meds. Wow. Yeah. That, that, that's insane. So anyone listening that's not in the fire service, maybe your family member yep. or something like that or, or a loved one, um, you know, the, a resting heart rate is typically around like 60 to 75, somewhere around there. Yep. Um, but the normal average heart rates are about 60 to 100. Anything 100 and above is typically faster. So, you know, when Shane's saying that, you know, his resting heart's at 100, that, that's pretty fast. Yeah. That, that, that's not normal. And, and if you do the research, right, I, like you, I recommended the book, The Body Keeps the Score. Yeah. That was a huge help for me because that made me realize um, there's some stuff, I don't care how badass we are, or we yeah. think we are at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we um, think we are for sure. You know, you can't reprogram your brain through meditation, through, you can to a certain extent, right? I'm yeah. sure there's plenty of people that argue this up and down. And it's not that I want to get into semantics. Debate. Yeah, I mean, because that's all the stuff I did. You know, meditation, doing every single day, cold plunging, yep. and 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 putting every uncomfortable thing I can. And when you talked about this, I was like, hmm, wow, okay, yeah. so yeah, no, and it's and it's it's and you've made incredible progress, right? But as we've discussed, like there's that there's that intangible thing you can't put your finger on yet yes. that you can't get over yet that hump, yeah. that weird thing, right? And it is literally your brain, and this is what I learned. So like, just you, me. Many, many people and, and the people that you're, you're, you're helping now that are civilians that maybe aren't even first responders. Yeah. Um, I learned unequivocally trauma's trauma. Yeah. Right? Exactly. No matter what. So yep, I, I did, I did a lot of comparing that what I went through is not as severe as yours. Yeah. So I'm just being a wimp. I'm being weak. I need to pay attention, you know, whatever. And that's super common, right? In the trauma yeah. world. And anyone that doesn't know Shane, I'll tell you right now, he is the last person, first of all, to even talking like this. So, so, so for you, Shane, to, to, to open up like this and really be like, Hey man, it's a real thing. Um, you know, he, Shane's definitely that guy to where it's like, nah, he'll never talk like that. You know? So, you know, it's, it's humbling to me too. It really is because you know, it's, it's, it just opens my eyes. So yeah. Yeah. Well, six months ago, I would have bet you too, that I wouldn't, you know, um, the, uh, but a lot of the research I did, while I started my my journey through this, as I said, those first two weeks, I, I didn't do a lot of research on this on the shot. Yeah, but I started to see like what is this thing. So I started research. So the stellate ganglion block. Okay, what is it? Well, the stellate ganglion is a nerve bundle on the side of your neck, right? And usually they do it on the right side. They do do some stuff on the left side too. It kind of depends on the severity of what you're dealing with. And I'll get into that a little bit, but essentially like from what I understand, and I'm no authority. So like, you know, I'm sure somebody could Google this and I'm going to be wrong on some numbers, but (laughs) I really don't care. But (laughs) you've gotten it and you've seen, you've you've felt the results and you've seen the results of people. I just mean like when I say like, I'm going to say that it's been out for 30 years, somebody might find it's been out for 40 years. I really don't give a shit. It's been out for decades, right? This is something that should be known by anyone. Yeah you know, firemen or not. Yeah. 
that it's available should you need the help to, you know, put this into a, a therapy type package, if For you will. sure. Yeah. So for my, for my knowledge, it's been around 30, 40 years. About 10, 15 years ago, we're in war. Obviously, Iraq, Afghanistan, our, our vets are coming back. They're, they're horrifically scarred. You know, they've got buddies getting blown up with IEDs. Uh, you got a bunch of our special warfare operators that are over there for multiple tours, you know, horrific conditions, all the stuff, right? We know all about it. It's, it's terrible, super gnarly. Um, so a Navy SEAL, who's a doctor now, to my understanding, he's one of the first pioneers, uh, Dr. Mulvaney. Okay. He's on the East Coast. Um, him and another person, I, I don't remember that doctor's name, but they kind of like find out about this thing, right? Because they did a lot of the, the neuroscience behind this ganglion block. Mm -hmm. And what this ganglion block is, it's connected directly to your sympathetic nervous system. Okay. That's your fight or flight, right? Yeah. So that's the tiger runs out of the jungle. What are you going to do? You're going to fight it. You're going to flight. You're going to run. Yeah. You're going to freeze and the tiger's going to eat you. Yeah. Right. And now they're even calling another uh, response, the fawn response, which is uh, kind of what they use for like a Stockholm syndrome where you kind of start to fawn over your attacker. I mean, yeah. So they have those four, and that's sort of like the limbic system, the amygdala of your brain, uh -huh. the connection with that ganglion block, your vagus nerve, all these things interconnected together. I mean, it's literally that primitive thing. Like You have zero control over this mechanism within your yeah. brain. It, yeah. it is designed to happen in a millisecond yep. when a threat is perceived. So yep. when, as we interpret information, we look around wherever we're at. You and I are sitting here at my, my table in the backyard, we know we're safe. Nothing's we're good. We're solid, right? So yep. both of us are relaxed. We don't. We're not on high alert. Our heart rates aren't up. Our pupils aren't dilated. Our blood pressure isn't elevated. We're not sweating. We're not having a physiological response because neither one of us are in danger at this moment. We're just sitting here shooting the shit, right? Yeah. So what happens to firefighters? But it also happens to people, anybody who's suffered significant trauma, whether that be childhood abuse, sexual abuse, a natural disaster. I mean, even a large wildfire. That, that runs through a town, let's say, you know, a tornado, a, a hurricane, um, the loss of a child, the loss of a loved one that, you know, is, is, that's young. I mean, anything and everything can cause these things to where when we, when we experience a significant trauma, mm -hmm. whatever it is, right? Again, we can make fun of anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah you're just being it. But it's significant. It, it is. It is. Yeah. To that person. Exactly. And the reason it's significant is because the organ, the brain, right, the actual function of the computer, it doesn't <laughs> that differentiate us. that, oh, well, Eric... And Shane, having seen these burned up kids, that's much worse than me being, you know, mugged. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so, like, I shouldn't feel sorry for myself because somebody stole my my wallet, my purse, whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yet, that's pretty traumatic for someone who doesn't have the exposure we've had to the calls we run. Exactly. Yep. So again, at a biological level, the body, the brain, everything interconnected is doing things in those moments, and and there's, I in my mind. For me to like memorize these things and to remember, I just envisioned it as like a hard drive. It was yeah, like yep, it, it's exactly. like a digital imprint yep. of what is going on in this moment. And if you survive, then your body stores that away as the correct response. Should you encounter something in the future that makes your body feel the same? Exactly. So again, a threat is perceived. You resume where you were when that first trauma imprinted on your body how to be. Yes. And for me. That was like a huge light bulb because I'm like, oh, that explains a lot. That's why my buddy who's hooked on Xanax, his heart rate's at 100. He can't get it down. Yes, he had some problems hooked on chemicals, right? But the traumas he experienced, he would have nightmares so he couldn't sleep. Exactly. He would avoid the areas that he used to or he ran these calls on, right? Exactly. He would find any excuse not to do it. Exactly. He would smoke weed because he couldn't breathe. He felt like he could not catch his breath. So exactly. that was the only way he found to 
to calm himself yeah. down. Um, another guy that went, I told you about, he, um, he had IBS, right? Irritable bowel syndrome for, from what I understood, the better part of 10 years. And this guy, again, like you, super fit guy, right? Like shredded abs. I mean, the guy was like a rock climber. You look at him, you think like he's the epitome of health. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you have zero idea what's going on internally with, with guys. Exactly. Like, you know, you and me have talked about this. Yep. Um, and this particular individual, he'd been an internist. He'd had, it wasn't even 40 years old. He had multiple col- colonoscopies already. Yep. They, they weren't sure, does he have cancer? Does he have a tumor? Does he, you know, what is going on? Yep. He tried every diet conceivable. Yep. yep. And not to be gross, but essentially like his issue from what he explained to me was like he went to the bathroom like 10 times a day mm-hmm. and it, they were like these little rabbit pellets basically is the way he described it to me. He's yeah. like, yeah, it's just, he's like, I can eat a ton of food. Nothing changes. He's like, I can eat nothing. Nothing changes. And it's just like so weird. Yep. He goes and gets the shot within a few days, like within two days, he was having regular, normal bowel movements. That's insane, man. Because as you tell me that, you know, your buddy that had the nightmares and avoided the avoidances and the triggers. And I know that's a, a word, a trigger, you know, but it, it's, it's a real thing. Um, like you said, you know, biochemically, your brain recognizes those things and your body, you know, acts a certain way. Um, I, I had the same thing, yeah. IBS and for years, and I, I, I would take a trash can. Anyone that's hearing this knows I'd have a trash can in the rig with me because my system was so messed up. Yeah. along with the nightmares, along with everything else. It's like, I get it. So to know that there's this shot that I don't know about a few years ago that, you know, you're telling me about, like, you know, it was, it's, it's amazing to me, yeah. you know, and, and this needs to be out to a lot of people. Cause I don't feel like it is a lot of people don't even still don't know about it, you know? Yeah. Um, no, so. they, and, and I mean, this is a philosophical belief I have is that the reason they don't is a pharmaceutical company doesn't want this out because then the medicine, <laughs> they don't get to sell you medicine every month. Right. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I'm not some conspiracy theorist. I don't have any sort of like political leanings, but I, I just can't believe that something that's this effective um, isn't isn't at least mentioned like, hey, you still need to do the work. Right. You still need it, to do of course. Therapy. Yeah. You still need to face your your issues, you know, discover what it is that are, that, that are your problems, like, you know, understand how to control your thoughts and, and, and work with them and all these things. I mean, it's an it's a it's an all in perspective. Right. It's an all in package that you have to sort of embrace. Right. Yeah. But um, so how does this help or aid that then? So I call, and, and, and you're good with that because you're saying before the shot, you couldn't meditate. Nope. You couldn't journal. You're like, ah, oh, forget that noise, man. And you're like, dude. I got the shot. I can do this stuff now. So explain some of that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, again, my one buddy that I told you about with the 100 heart rate, the other guy with the IBS, there was a handful of other guys I could go on and on. There was a guy that was a 20-year Green Beret, 20-year yeah. firefighter. Might have seen a few things, right? Yeah. Guy's a stud. Big, huge dude. Funnier than hell. You'd never know that anything was going on with this guy. Resting BP was like 200 over 100. That's insane. He'd been all these doctors. He, he thought he had a thyroid problem and he was on all these meds. So he ended up taking the shot too, you know, and, and him and I stay in touch. Um, but essentially, what it, how, how does it work, right? So through the research, I found that the limbic system, right, that amygdala that is the direct sort of conduit for that fight or flight response in a normal person, so a person that hasn't experienced significant trauma, the way that we interpret information is it, it sort of goes through that amygdala like super, super fast. All this stuff happens instantaneously, you know. Um, and, and everything kind of goes into the prefrontal cortex. So yeah. in your brain, that's sort of the data processing center yes. of, of everyday life. Yes. So if you're, as long as there's no threat and you don't feel in danger and you're just in normal life, right? Most of your interactions are going up through that prefrontal cortex. What happens to us as firefighters is a long-term chronic exposure. Yeah. And over time, the brain 
that amygdala becomes the overriding sort of decision maker. And the prefrontal cortex, in, at least in my brain, it's like it's off the team. It's yeah. not even on there. Yep. It's, so everything I was doing was being decided at that amygdala level, right? Yes. So how, what does that mean? Well, it means that I was in constant hyper arousal. Yeah. My body was in constant hypervigilance. Which a lot are. I think most of us, anybody that works in a fire department that's busy or cares, yeah, you yeah. don't even necessarily have <laughs> yeah. to work in a busy fire department. Yeah. But yeah. If you're a person with empathy yep. and you give a shit yeah. and you've been exposed to this stuff, I mean, the effects, they have a toll. That's yeah. why I love that book. The body keeps the score. Yeah. It keeps the score, man. It for does. Sure. And, and we, and a score is different for all of us. Yeah. Your IBS, I have zero understanding of that. Yeah. But my racing thoughts, my muscle tension, the way it manifested for me, drinking too much, you don't do, you know, I've never that seen you drink me, yeah. too much. You weren't that guy. I was, right? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's like, it, those are perfect examples of like the same issue because biologically we're the same. Exactly. I mean, you're better looking than me. but you know, <laughs> No way. Biologically, <laughs> I got some more hair about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you, you, you open us up, right? I mean, yeah. it's the same. Yeah, for sure. So then how come we don't react the same, even though we have kind of the same let's say memories, slideshow, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And it's, and it's strictly because of whenever we went through these experiences in our past, right? We, our bodies reacted differently in those moments. And then that's what we continue to rely on and to return to whenever we were experiencing stress. Exactly. And over time you get desensitized, you don't recognize it as stress because you just live in this state at all times. So yeah. you, you just think it's normal. Yeah. And that's what, that, that's what we choose. That's our choice that we take 100%. on for ourselves for sure. Yeah. Well, and, 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 you know, take a step further for a guy like me, um, as you said, and I appreciate it. Like I, I, you know, I wasn't the guy that would talk about this cause yeah. I didn't think it was, I, not that I didn't think it was real. Yeah. I absolutely knew that people suffered. Yeah. I just didn't think I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I was like, yeah, no, I'm yeah. I stuff just rolls off my back. I don't, exactly. I don't cause I didn't have nightmares. I didn't, yeah. you know, I didn't sleep great, but I always attributed to Hey man, I'm, I'm getting older. I got a lot of miles on my body. Things hurt a little more. And then, you know, the drinking thing at times was definitely like I'd throttle back, you know, because, oh, man, I'm hitting it kind of hard. I'm going to slow down. I mean, I even went for like a year and a half and no drinking whatsoever yeah. while I was the PIO just because I thought that that was a responsible thing to do, right? Yeah. Um, but I never, I, like alcohol never like wrecked my life, right? I never, I never wasn't dead. I wasn't like waking up in gutters. I wasn't, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. stuff that you read about and hear about. Um, anyway, so with the shot, how does it work, right? So what they do. Because I, as I just explained, the amygdala essentially becomes the overriding decision maker. So what I pictured in, in my dumb brain to make this make sense is that pretend that amygdala is like a filter. And when a filter gets clogged, nothing gets through it. Yeah. Right. So even though, yes, my brain is still normal in, a, in and of its function and structure and, and whatever, the information wasn't getting through that filter to the prefrontal cortex where it belongs. Yes. So all of my decisions were basically being made at the amygdala level. So yeah. if I didn't perceive threat, if I didn't perceive danger, like I was numb to it. I didn't pay attention. So I didn't care. Yeah. I, I didn't notice details. I didn't look at, you know, the ocean waves and, and a nice gentle breeze and, exactly. and palm trees swaying. I mean, I have a boat. I go scuba diving. I was doing all this. I, I couldn't tell you details of many, many things I've done. Exactly. And it no longer became about the journey it became about like the destination yeah and then what's tomorrow exactly. i was living in the future i yep. could not live in the present exactly. i literally i i just i, I couldn't dude yeah I, I could not so as you said the meditating you know when i got out there i thought okay cool this is i'm isolated they take away your cell phone which fuck man if you want to get some like <laughs> yeah you know some kind of get centered and get just put that fucking thing down yeah you know, and yeah and 
go out in nature like barefoot, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Coming from me, that's pretty funny. But, uh, dude, it, it's incredible when you uh, can be present, right? Well, I, I first couple of weeks, I, I put in an honest effort, you know, try to journal. I was writing letters to my wife, and it was good. I could write three, four pages, but then I was done. And I and even getting three or four pages would take me an hour or two. So you couldn't concentrate, or you're you're racing thoughts, or hypervigilance, or like what 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 was all of it? I think all of the above, right? So yeah. it was it was literally. I think I read a thing on a neuroscientist that said, um, on average, our attention span these days is about forty seconds. Yeah, and that's a good example of like I'm not a big social media guy, but when you're scrolling Instagram or Facebook and stuff, from what I understand, these videos are like super quick, right? Like, yep. and I know for myself, uh, somebody sends me a link. It's pretty rare I watch a minute video somebody sends me. Yeah. You know, I mean, we just don't do that. Yeah, I don't, exactly. personally. Yeah. I mean, it's, hey, I'm too busy. I'm too important. You know, I've yeah. got things to do. So I don't have time to watch this <laughs> four-minute video on puppies or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, but it's funny, man. It, 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 <laughs> no, but I don't care. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like that's the whole, and it's a silly thing, right? Yeah, it's yeah, just like, yeah, of sure. course I have four minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the weird thing, right? So for me, I'm, I'm like writing, and as I'm furiously writing on a piece of paper, my mind has 30 things going. Yeah. And I, oh, this is, oh, now let me write over here. So now I'm making a note over here to make a note about this. And I've got four different pages with four different sets of notes. Yes. With four different trains of thought. Yeah. Right. And I couldn't just sit there and write my wife a letter. Yeah. And be fully concentrated on that. So how the hell could I be a husband at home? Yeah. And be there and have dinner with her in my backyard. This is beautiful it's gorgeous. We build, be right? present. And just sit here and have, you know, look, well, let's light a candle. Let's have, you yep. know, a nice dinner and you know, a glass of wine instead of two bottles or three bottles. Exactly. I'll just have a glass of wine yep. and not ruin the night, yeah. right? And make her feel like, oh, great. Well, he it wouldn't even matter if I'm here because he just wants to drink. Yep. So all of those things together collectively, right, led me to seeing the guys go, doing the research. So I got a consultation with one of the doctors. Now, out there at the center, they um, they have an agreement with doctors that do this for, for first responders. So they give you a hell of a deal, right? Okay. So, um so I have a I have a Zoom consult with this doctor and and he says, "What do you think?" And I said, "Well, I've done enough research. I, I'm not worried about it. it. Doesn't scare me. There's very little risk in this. I mean, there's risk in anything you do, right? But yeah, because they are going to stick a needle in your neck. So you have lots of vasculature in there. So they they talk about you know the the potential for you know like maybe missing the shot, you know like like severing a, some sort of like smaller blood vessel, whatever. You know, I yeah. mean, of course, it's just a typical surgery thing. Like anything can happen. Yeah, I mean, you can throw a clot, whatever." If you're on blood thinners, if you're on, there are certain medications that like they might tell you, hey, don't take it for a week or whatever, right? But yeah. point being is, is it's really not that big a deal when it comes to the actual procedure. Yeah. So him and I discuss it. He says, you have any reservations? I said, no. And he said, well, what's your mindset? Now, and this is the key, okay? Yep. Because a lot of people, when I tell them this, it comes off like the miracle pill. It comes yeah. off like the miracle shot. It's not. He said... And, and, I, and I, I give this guy credit. I really appreciate it. He wasn't just trying to make money. Yes. He said, what's your mindset? And I said, well, um, I'm seeing the results with these guys that are coming back and they're doing well. And I, I now know I can't do this on my own. Yep. I don't want to take medicine. I'm yeah. not there yet. I mean, I wasn't completely ruling it out, but I'd only got two weeks in. I'm like, I'm going to give it some time. But I was like, there's something to this. I, I watched a bunch of videos online many, many combat vets, you know, I think that us and combat vets have a lot in common. Theirs is a very acute, super intense over eight, 10, 12, 14 months. Many of them return from multiple tours, obviously. You and I got 20 plus years of doing this stuff of chronic exposure, right? Yeah. So it's, I don't compare one to the other, but yeah. they're, they're both significant. So when I saw the efficacy for these vets, I thought, okay, you know, what's the worst that happens? Well, the worst that happens is nothing. Yeah. Nothing changes. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still 
a ding dong and I can't figure it out and I, you know, I st I'm going to have to do all this work and I'm going to have to, yeah. whatever, right? So that's kind of how I chalked it up was like, and I'm out, you know, the money I'm going to pay for the shot. Yeah. Because I was the same, man. Well, I, as you were talking about, you know, you're thinking of 20 different things and you got notes for this. I was the same exact way. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to take any meds and I was like, you know what? Hunker down, dude. You're going you're, you're, you're to try to focus. It, it took, it took every day, numerous times a day, doing those letters to finally be like, okay, I can finally write one letter. Yep. I can finally meditate for like a little over five minutes. Yeah. Right. A few months. Right. A few months. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and it is. And to know there was a shot, I'm just like, dude. Yeah. I wish you would have known too. Gosh, I mean, man. That's, that's what kills me. I mean, I'm excited to work with you on all this stuff and be able to do these things and, and offer, um, you know, the whole buffet of, of items available to people that, you know, because whatever works for you, I'm not trying to preach this yeah. to anybody. I don't make any money on it. It's not about that. It's about, yeah. um, you know, seeing with my own eyes what works, yep. you know, and, um, and I mean, not to digress, but one of my buddies, I've, since I've been back, one of my buddies from the department I work in went and got it. And, and that was two weeks ago. And as you saw on the yep. text message, mm -hmm. changed his life. And I, I'm two seeing weeks. it. I've only been here for three, four days and I'm, I'm seeing, you know, these text messages um dude this changed my life our marriage it's a lifesaver yeah. well know? how about me dude like you you yeah like you you said you've never yeah, seen me I, this chill true true i never have <laughs> yeah. like you know? i've always been super intense right yeah um yep. you know wife's coming home tonight from her convention and you'll be able to speak to her tomorrow and ask her and i'm looking forward to her you know you you being able to ask her like what have you seen because yeah she raves about yeah the change in me you know yep um but anyways what this does you, you know you go they go in they numb up that area and then they essentially and, and again, for anybody that's going to search it, it's basically lidocaine and steroids from my understanding. Yeah. I don't know all the ins and outs of it because I'm not some conspiracy theorist. I trust in the science. Once I saw that it worked, I didn't do like super in-depth research on the amount of stuff they put in there or whatever. Because to me, it was very simple. It yeah. was a, essentially, they numb that area up. That's mm -hmm. what it comes down to. Okay. And it's two shots that I got. It's, it's the initial anesthetic, which I believe was lidocaine. And then they put some kind of steroid that numbs up that ganglion nerve block in the right side of my neck. Now, what does it do? Well, because it's a direct um, connection to the amygdala, uh, again, back to my dumb brain trying to picture like what this really does. I pictured how when we hard reboot our iPhones, yeah. right? You do the whole thing and it, you get the little Apple signia and then it pops back up. And yep. Okay, cool. It's, it's working again, right? Yeah. Like the app works or whatever. It's essentially like the same thing. It basically... It numbs out that block, which is has been on for you guys like us for twenty plus years, yeah. right? And for people who have been in significant traumas for X amount of years, yeah. This is not specific to firefighters. So if you've experienced childhood abuse, if you've experienced sexual abuse, again, it could be as as to you, you may think, oh, I haven't had that much, but it, your brain doesn't differentiate exactly. So if you've got a significant trauma, whatever the scale. Yep. You know, it, it might be something that if you haven't been able to meditate through it and learn all your techniques and talk therapy and combine it with good health and sleeping and diet and everything else. Exactly. Then, hey, man, you might want to think about this because this this is something that will like kick you over the edge to yeah. really let you absorb all those other things and, and kind of give you your life back. So like I haven't even I, I haven't got it yet and I'm, I want I'm going to yeah. I want to get it you know yeah. and I, I can't wait because I still feel like there's some that's like what's that there's something yeah. still there yeah. and you can see it in me like dude I can oh, I, can I can tell yeah. you, you can see it yeah I can sense it absolutely you know? and I, I, I I'm gonna get it you know yeah. and I'm stoked on it because it, first of all I trust your word yeah. um you know and I trust uh you know the science behind it and and I never really thought much about the brain stuff and the neuroscience until everything I went through 
and to know that there is, you know, not a, a miracle pill or a miracle shot per se, mm -hmm. um, but to put that in conjunction with all the other science of how the brain works, that's a great recipe for awesome success. Yeah, no, it's, and that's, and the beauty is, right, like, so this shot, how often do I have to go get it, right? Every month, every two months? Yeah. No, I, it's like, from my understanding, I hopefully I'll never get it again. Yeah. Because what it did, it, it allowed my brain to rest for 30 minutes. Is And again, this is, I'm spitballing, so don't hold me to the exact numbers, but that block is numbed up for about 30 minutes or so to the point where now the brain resumes normal function. So the interpretation of the data around me is going back through that filter. So essentially I cleared that filter out, right? Yes. So now I'm kind of a normal human being again, where as I sit here with you, I'm here with you. Yeah. I'm not worried about tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not thinking about 10 different things. Oh, I'm going to go check my hot tub. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, oh, did I do this? Did I leave this thing on? You know, I mean, like normally where we are as normal firefighters, where, you know, any little flashing light, squirrel, shiny object, we just <laughs> yeah, we can't exactly. sit here and just like two human beings without, you know, our phone in our hand, yep. you know, texting five people, searching online, you know, doing something, right? Like having to be active. And, and as you've been here all weekend with me, like, I have zero problem now yeah. sitting here with you yeah. and just being in this moment and having no real forethought about, you know, now, uh, one, I will say like some of the things I was concerned about when I got the shot, I was like, well, I don't want it to numb me. I don't want to, I don't want to like be the zombie. Yeah. Right. That like, cause I'm still, like the meds do. I'm still a full-time, <laughs> you know, fire captain. Yeah. I don't want to like show up to work and like, you know, be this like, like guys are like, who, who's this? You know, you, cause you know, I'm up all the time. I'm an intense guy. I talk fast. I think fast. I'm a knucklehead. And I didn't want to <laughs> turn into this just like slobbering. Yeah. You know, like numbed out, yeah. you know, apathetic body or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you know, that was one of the questions I asked the doc and he says, yeah, it doesn't do that. You won't change at all. And really you don't feel anything. That's the weird thing. It's, and it's kind of, so when I went and got it, there were six, six of us total, five other guys in the, in the uh, van with me when we went. And, uh, and it was funny because it was kind of like all over the board. We had a couple guys nervous as hell. You know, like one guy was from New York, real thick accent. He's like, what the fuck are we doing? We're going to get a fucking needle in our, in our brain, you know? And then it was this dude from D.C. And he was like so excited. He was crying. And then there was a guy from Washington that was just like, you know, he was like a little kid on Christmas. Like he couldn't wait. It was going to fix everything in his life. Right? And the other guy was like stone cold silent, couldn't talk. And then it was like me and this other dude was like a wrestler out of like Iowa. And we're both just sitting there like, oh, whatever, you know. Yeah. yeah. It, it's going to fix us. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. You know? Yeah. So go in, get the shot, come out, and uh, and, uh, and and there's lots of things I could talk about that that were real, um, like evidence to me. Yeah. Right. That that was like, oh, this makes sense. Like when I was laying on the table to get the shot, right? The doc was phenomenal, unbelievable. I mean, he comes in, explains everything. They pop a quick IV in a lock just in case you, because you know some guys it, it does like make their BP drop a little bit. Okay. So they, they just give you like a, a bag if they need to. But uh, so the doc comes in, explains the procedure. Hey, you good? You nervous? I'm, nah, I'm just whatever, dude, I'm here. I, I'm just hoping that it gives me some help, you know, to, 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 to get me there. Go in the room, lay down, you know, he comes in, they use a live ultrasound and a live x-ray. Yeah, so I've they, watched the videos. I've seen that. They're yeah. great, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, and so it's like, and, and meanwhile, he, the, the one, the, the doctor I had talked to me the whole time you know, explain the procedure. Hey, here's what we're doing. Here's what we see. So it's cool. You know what's happening. It doesn't just jam this needle in your neck, right? Yeah. So he, you know, he, he's like, he even had an assistant who confirmed with him. They took photographs and they used like two different types of uh, ultrasound plus took photographs. And so I, I felt completely comfortable, right? For sure. So, the, um, so here, here's where I can tell you like on the trauma side of things that 
was an evidence to me. Uh, people, uh, one of the things that they told me about, you know, hey man, did you think, did you know you're anxious? I'm like, dude, I'm not an anxious person. Never. I don't, <laughs> I was like, bro, nothing bothers me. That's the problem. I'm apathetic. I yeah. have no feelings anymore. Yeah. Right. So part of me to what is anxiety, right? It's breathing fast. It's the fast heart rate. It's the person that's panicking that we can't get all the call, calls we run, all the calls we run. Right. So yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm the last person in the world that's anxious. Exactly. And I think, you know, I, I love the explanation I got, which was, you know, if you're living in the past, then you're you're dealing with depression. If you're living in the future or you're always thinking about the future, then you're an anxious person. And I was like, well, fuck me. I guess I'm anxious because I, that's all I ever thought about was the future. Yeah. Um, but anxiety manifests differently in everybody. For sure. For me, it was muscle tension in my back. My back felt like a, a slab of granite um, in my thoughts, man. I could not. My brain was a million miles an hour. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's always going to be, I'm always going to talk fast and be this way, but like it was out of control. Like, yeah. It was like a, a train running away where I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't even get things done sometimes. Yep. I mean, it was just crazy, right? Yeah. Yep. So uh, anyways, go back to the physiology. You know, we run a call, let's say a fire. I don't sweat. My heart rate doesn't go up. I don't, my BP, I mean, we go to rehab, right? I got guys at 160 over 90. I'm in rehab after fighting a fire on a bottle or two. I'm at 130 over 80, you know, yeah. and my normal resting is like 120, 80. Most of the time it's, it's usually like <laughs> the average, really good, yeah. like normal BP, right? Yeah. Like nothing crazy, but it's just like, it's normal. Yeah. So I never feel anything in my chest. I never feel like I can't breathe, can't catch my breath. Right. So I have always associated these things to, well, yeah, see my body doesn't react to these. I don't get excited. I don't get worked up. Right. Yeah. So I'm laying on the table and any normal sane person that's about to get a needle jammed in their neck is not going to be super comfortable. Yeah. Okay. And I swear to you on this, I'm not trying to be a tough guy. Yeah. I'm laying there. I don't feel anything. I literally don't feel anything. I'm just, I'm hoping this thing's going to work. Right. Yeah, for sure. But I'm laying there. I'm not excited. I'm not scared. I'm not anything. I'm yeah. literally just laying there and they take my BP as I, as I, every time that you take my BP, it's like 120 over eight. If I've done any sort of exercise, whatever it's, yeah, every once in a while I'll creep up close to 140, let's say. It's pretty rare. Yeah. My BP laying on that table before the shot was like 146 over 92. Okay. And I looked at that and I thought, huh. So my body's reacting appropriately, right? It recognizes a threat. A yeah. needle's about to go in the neck. Mm -hmm. But I had no connection with my body anymore. You see, yeah. my brain had, had over time become yeah. so... Yep indoctrinated with this is normal your mind body connection was just it was gone it was yeah. it didn't exist right yep. so that right there and this was like right before he gave me the shot yeah it, it really solidified to me like okay well if there's anything that's going to get me over the hump this might be it right so yep. i'm laying there does the first shot does the second shot didn't really feel much at one point i felt like a little bit of the needle in there a little bit but it wasn't much um gets done he's like cool brother hang tight i mean i seven eight minute procedure if that he says hang tight he goes in the next room, he starts the next procedure, right? And then somebody monitors you 10, 15, 20 minutes later, he comes back in, you know, he's, I sit up, he's, Hey, how you doing? And he looks at my face. He goes, well, it's, your face is doing what it's supposed to. Well, you, because that nerve bundle's numb, you start to exhibit on one side of your face signs like a stroke. So your face starts to kind of droop a bit. Okay. But that's what they want to see. Yeah. So the right side of my face is drooping. Um, and I, I and I and I can start to feel it too. I can start to feel like some of the numbness. Okay. But again, I'm not feeling anything. I'm not feeling like, oh, I feel great. Oh, I'm so happy. What I just I was like, I still feel like me. Yeah. Um, so we he goes, Well, cool, you don't need any IV. It pops the lock out, you know, band-aid, see you later, thanks a lot. You know, okay. So I go out in the waiting room for the other dudes to do theirs. And uh and it was funny because each one of those guys came out and they had a different reaction. Like one guy came out and was instantaneously like, 
dude, I don't, because he had a specific trauma that had happened in the department he worked at. It was like a very, very specific call uh-huh. that like if he even started to think about it, it was like panic attack. Oh, uh, okay. So he comes out of the shot and it's five minutes and he's he's like, hey man, I'm going to sit down. And he goes, I'm going to try to think about that call. And he's like, if I start panicking, will you help me? I was like, yeah, you know, and he just sits down and he, he starts thinking about it. And he's like, he's like, dude, he's like, my heart rate's not going up. He's like, oh shit. And you know, and, and at first, of course, I'm kind of like, yeah, is this guy laying it on thick? You know, yeah, I'm thinking yeah, in my yeah. head, like, okay, guy, you know, is this psychosomatic? Is yeah, it, you yeah. know, something like that. Yeah. Another guy comes out, you know, same kind of thing. He's like, ah, like me. He's like, I'm not really feeling anything. Well, about 10 minutes later, then I feel like I'm getting drunk, you know? So you feel, I feel like we're four or five beers deep at the bar. And it's like, <laughs> do I have another one? I was like, fuck yeah, let's have another one. Come on. You know, like I had that euphoric, just, hey, man, life's good. Yeah. I'm happy. We're at the bar. Nothing can hurt us. Let's have another beer kind yeah, of feeling that you for get sure. when you're cutting loose with your friends right that that lasted 10 15 minutes and then and then that was it man like it, it sort of like resumed face stayed droopy for several hours a lot of guys went back took naps i didn't we went back um continued on with the day and then um the first indication that i had when that i that something physiologically had changed was that afternoon so about six hours after the shot we had a graduation ceremony and during that ceremony, one of the one of the clinicians there, uh, amazing woman, she would always sing "Amazing Grace," and every time I hear that song, like you and most guys, right, like from the fire service, I always think of our our funerals, yeah. right. So I had I used to have these visuals of the class A hats or white yeah. class A hats, and I would oftentimes hear the bagpipes like oh, in my okay. head. So even if they weren't playing bagpipes, I would hear you know not necessarily the whole song, but just you know. A few bits and pieces, yeah, bits and pieces, right? You know that that was my visceral reaction almost every time because I went to several of the funerals back in New York. You know, I have funerals over here, obviously Dave's funeral, things like that. So, yeah, yeah, she starts singing the song, and I'm, I'm, I love the song, right? I mean, it's beautiful. Normally, I had this visceral reaction, right? Like again, I I would have these visuals. I could feel it in my chest a little bit. I could feel it in my head a little bit. I didn't feel anything this time, other than just, oh, I like this song. Hmm. And in the moment, I didn't really make the connection. Yeah, it took hours to later that evening when I was laying in bed and I was reading. And I thought, "Holy crap!" Like tonight when that happened, I didn't feel anything. Yeah, like, that was weird, right? Yeah. So then the next morning, I get up. I'm having coffee. I'm sitting around the table. A bunch of guys are telling lies. Right? We're all just sitting there. <laughs> and and normally I can do that. I enjoy the table just like anybody else. But I, I'm usually already thinking about what I got to be doing. Yeah. Right. So I'm I'm there having coffee with you, but I'm my brain's not. I'm I'm not really fully here in fully, the present. Yeah. With you. Yep. And that next morning, dude, I sat there for 30 minutes with those guys and I couldn't have cared less about anything else in the world. I just really? was in that moment for 30 minutes with all these knuckleheads from all over the nation talking about different random things. And, and I was like, wow. And ever since then, dude, I mean, you know, I, I could go on and on about this thing. But for me personally, I got it in end of March. I mean, we're, here we are almost into June. It's I, I, I honestly think it saved my marriage. Yeah. You know, it's it's helped transform me into a better person, husband, friend hopefully a better fire captain, um, you know, everything in general, because it's helped me reset and become myself again, you yeah. know, get rid of that douchebag that was, you know, so intense and just so like basically just in, in a massive stuck point in multiple yeah. ways, yep. um, you know, being driven wholly by that fight or flight, yep. you know, always ready to, always ready to throw down. And I, I've had many conversations with guys I work with that, you know, the issues at home I was having was things like my wife being super anxious about who's coming home today, right? Yep. Is it Captain Brown or is it Shane, you know? Yeah. And, and if it, even if it's Shane, is he going to be a dick or is he yep. going to be exhausted? Or, and she knows when the door opens, the inspection is going to start, yep. right? I'm looking for 
things out of place. I'm yep. like, and then I, and I'm going to be pissed when I find that, you know, oh, you couldn't, you know, put this food back in the fridge or you couldn't take the trash out or something really inconsequential. Right. Yeah. And then everything's about the value judgment of like, well, yeah, but you don't know what I did last night. Right. The, exactly. the kid that we worked at four in the morning, I'm always like diminishing her as a person. Right. Yep. And many conversations I've had with guys and they, you know, it's like, well, why do we do that? Well, it's because we're not checking our boots at the door when we leave the firehouse. Yep. But you, you almost can't, you exactly. know, when you've been indoctrinated this way. So yep. for anybody suffering, I mean, I highly, highly recommend do the research yourself, like read about it, yeah. watch the videos, call these doctors, they'll give you consults. Um, the kid that just got it that I know, he went to San Mateo, you know, Okay. and for him, it was about 1600 bucks. Yeah. I, you'll, you'll read online 2000 to $5,000. There's other places out there that offer it cheaper. I have heard that you can potentially um, have, if you have a good enough doctor who may prescribe it for pain. So if you're having like chronic pain, I got another buddy of mine, he's had massive surgeries. He's a huge guy, he's been an engineer for a long time, but he's, he was a firefighter for a long time. And I, I'm really excited for him to get it because he yeah. just he's done everything and he can't, but he's got so much going on. And I really think that this is gonna be the thing that like just helps him. Even you, I'm really excited for you when you're done. Like, I think this is going to be the thing that will take you to the next level. I'm yeah. just kind of, it's a, like somebody asked me today, so would you describe it as the miracle? And I said, no, I would describe it as the key. Yeah, for sure. So it's like, you're trying to figure this lock out, you know, you're trying to figure this, like, whatever you want to call it, fancy lock, right? And, and this is that key that helps, it goes in there and it's like, boom. And once that lock is open yeah. and you can open up yep. whatever it is you're trying to get into, and then it's like the sky's the limit, man. Yeah. And and the thing is, it's like it, it's it's not a one and done for a lot of people. So you're gonna find online uh, many vets, many people who have taken it, many people who um, advocate for it. They go back once a year. They go back once every few years. But that's that's not a common thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you will find many civilians who've taken it. It's, there's available yeah. YouTube channels of, of of testimonials from women, men, um, all yeah. over the spectrum. So. And we and we don't know their the routines they're doing if they're if they're sticking to the, their other healthy routines the diets the journaling the yep. you know all those other things those other things that go along with it too so you know there's there can be a lot of reasons you know for them getting it again too you know yeah really don't know but get get your point yeah I, I've read different um, studies and and you know how it is I mean it's easy to throw numbers out there but. 80% to 94% is seems to be the numbers I hear regularly on the effectiveness. So yeah. like meaning that eight out of 10 patients or nine out of 10 patients see results. Yeah. Doctors would kill for those kinds of oh, results. Oh, heck yeah. The psychologists, therapists, heck anybody. Yeah. Like most of it's much, much lower than that, right? Yeah. So if I were to tell you that, hey, there's an eight or nine out of 10 chance that this is going to like significantly improve your life mm -hmm. with very little drawback and almost zero side effects because that whole face troop is gone in a few hours and that's literally the only side effect. Yeah. The other effects are I've slept better in the last few months than I have in 20 years. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm more relaxed. I'm more present. The intensity that I just, the energy I would have, like you sitting here with me, you know, is it's gone. I'm, yeah. I'm relaxed. Right. Um, the shit that normally used to make me insane, you drive in traffic and some asshole cuts you off and you want to rip them out of their car. Yeah. You know, which, I mean, a lot of people feel that way, but you know, part of the reason that that happens to people like us is because we've seen so many traumatic accidents. So we yep. know the result of exactly. people driving like that. Exactly. So there's that visceral response because yep. we think, hey man, you're putting my life in jeopardy because yep. I've seen this happen. And so we get super pissed off. Exactly. Well, when you cut me off now, I still think you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't want to rip you out of the car now. Yeah. I'm able to just kind of like, hey man, that's your, that's your deal. You're, yeah. you're, you're the one with the problem, not me kind of yeah. thing. And so, you know, I'm not, I'm not giving that real estate in my head to these people anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm able to let stuff, you know, kind of roll off my back. Um, wife and I haven't had really any 
disputes or arguments in the last several months. I mean, outside of little tiny things that are just typical marriage. Yeah, things, normal right? stuff. Yeah. Um, but but even when we have those, easily to get over. Whereas yeah. normally, I'd, I'd have gone from zero to eleven right now because yeah. that's I was ready to fight at all times. Yeah. Like that amygdala was the driving force, and I I know that that's the majority of us is that we're all ready to go at yep. at the moment's notice. And the beauty is, I like I, I went back and worked my shifts, and dude, in the span of like I worked a five day set because I worked some overtimes, um, multiple structure fires. I commanded structure fires. I worked on a ladder truck. We had a fatality car accident. Um, we almost got into a fight with some knucklehead downtown. I mean, typical chaos. I was fine. Yeah, no, it didn't really affect me. Um, and and now I'm able to process things differently, mm -hmm. talk about things differently. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I just it's it's the kind of thing that like um, coupled with. The right mindset yep mindset's huge man mindset. like anything else if you if you have the desire to change with the proper tools yeah it's it's you'll do it you'll do it for sure so so you feel like as far as your work environment home environment um getting the shot obviously you know i haven't gotten it yet you know and and, th and we're just discussing a topic that i feel like a lot don't know about yeah um you Absolutely. know to get some information out there yep. you know to so you know guys can do their own research you know yep. um you know the firemen themselves the wives you know family members whatever just so we can see our guys healthy man yep you know that at the end of the day that's what it's about i'm not trying to preach anything you're not trying to preach anything it's just being in the fire service for this long you know we we hear a lot of the same stories yep. same issues um personally with what you know the the person the person is struggling with and then with their wife or their family struggling with and it's pretty much all the same and um you know to have enough humility to realize that and take the steps for yourself shane to do it like you know i i i feel like you know um first of all I respect you as a person you know working with you and then you know when we talk about fires and whatnot you know your your tactics and strategies and everything you know you're very smart when it comes to the job and you know you're going to be doing the training captain stuff up there here pretty soon so i mean um, you know, I really think I should pay attention, you know, and, and, and do the research. It's, it's up to you guys, whatever you guys want to do, but you know, it, it might be something you want, might want to take a look at, you know, and, okay. um, it put in conjunction with whatever else you're doing. And if now's not the time, maybe it'll be later down the road or whatever, but you know, um, I'm right with you on that, man. Yeah. The, anybody that wants to talk about it, I mean, if you want to connect with me, I'm more than happy to talk about it again. I'm not making money off of it. It's, yeah. uh, this is one of those <laughs> things where like, you, you get a consult, you know, you can ask all the questions, you can do that stuff. But at the end of the day, uh, it, it's, um, you know, you do the research for yourself and you find out, as, as I said, if you care, you know, read that book, The Body Keeps the Score. Understand how the brain works. Like, yeah. it, it, you go to YouTube University, you're going to get yeah. educated. <laughs> exactly. We're all neuroscientists, right? Yeah, right. So, like, if you, if you go there and you do that proper research and you find out that, you know, there's a lot to this, and then you continue to hear from people who have had these results yep. where, you know, as, as the text you've seen, game changing, life changing, yep. you know, it's been, a, it's been a miracle cure that whatever you want to call it. I know guys want it because I get texts almost every day. Yeah. I got one today. I got one today from a guy I work with. who's another captain and he, he just, Hey man, how are things going still? Are you, how are you feeling? Is that shot still? And I'm like, yeah, I'm still, he's like, are you kidding me? You're still, I'm like, dude, it's not like a thing that wears off. Yeah. Right. It, it allowed my it allowed my brain to reset, if you will. And I, I know that sounds like science fiction bullshit, but it's it's essentially the best way I can picture it in my brain is that is that it gave my brain the rest that it hadn't had in 20 plus years. Yeah. Because that, that brain was just ready to rock at all times. Right. And it's not yep. like I can't get right back up and get to work, which I still can. I'm still me. I'm st I still have the same feelings. I still remember everything. I still, yeah. you know, I'm super, um, you know, 
uh, intense. I talk, as I said, I'm anti. <laughs> yeah. I talk fast and whatever. But yeah. point being is just that, like, you're more present. Yeah, and, oh, and you're able, you're, you got, you know, Man. you're not as numb. The emotion, you know, your emotions back. You can process your feelings a lot better. Communication is better. Dude, crying, right? We talked about crying. Fuck, dude, I didn't cry for twelve. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I didn't cry. Yeah, I hardly for, cried at my mother's funeral. I hardly cried yeah. at you know buddies of mine that tragically died. You know, I mean, in you know, other than like misting a little bit of tear, right? Dude, yeah. I can I, I can cry with snot bubbles and the whole deal now at a Disney movie, you know, and it's, it's like, you know, and that's a funny deal. Yeah. But I mean, man, it's such a release where you're like, wow, you know, I am a human being. I'm not a robot. Yeah. You know, I'm not completely ruined. Yeah. From everything that's happened and seen. And it's, and then, and another thing too, I think one of the biggest things for me is, um, is that anybody suffering, especially the, the, like, like our firefighter brothers and sisters, um, you know, I get it. It's scary that PTSD, you know, there's something called PTSI, you know, we can talk yeah. about another time, you know, PTSD, yeah. right. Um, it's not a death sentence for, for anything. It doesn't no. mean that you can't still do this job. Exactly. I feel like I'm healed. You yeah. Know? Do I think that I never have to do anything again? Absolutely not. This is a lifelong commitment to paying attention to my thoughts, making sure I'm doing the right things for myself to stay healthy, right? Yeah. To, to, to know like, Hey, your cup's getting full. Yep. Like you need to do something to, you know, empty the cup somewhat. I mean, whatever analogy you want to use. But yeah. the point is, right, like I'm okay now that, yeah, this is going to be a lifelong commitment. Like I'm down with that. For sure. However, uh, I know a lot of people who feel like if they were to say those things, right, that it means like maybe they might have to go off the job and you don't. And that sad part is, you know, in the, in the medical field, a thing like the SGB shot, uh, to my understanding, it's not FDA approved. So you're going to get a lot of pushback. Um, you know, it's not going to be covered by workers' comp. Yeah. So if you're going to have your fist and beat your chest and do that union shit, hey, I'm on our executive board, and I've been there since I was in 2002 is when I first got elected to an executive board. So I get it. Yeah. I, I'm all about taking care of my union brothers and sisters. Yep. But if you're going to tell me that it's not worth spending a little bit of your money, do something like this. I mean, it's like it's like stem cells. If you understand anything about stem cells and you've gotten injured and you got stem cells out of your own pocket, if it didn't yeah. drastically improves your way of life, mm -hmm. I would hope that you'd be willing to do yeah. that. Because if you, if you do the math on how much you spend on booze, do the math on how much you spend on cigarettes, chew, uh, yeah. supplements, if you're a workout for yep. whatever, yeah. right? And tell me that in a few months, right? That's a couple overtimes, man. Yeah. You're done. Like yeah. it's, it's, it just depends on what, what you truly want to do. That's it. You know, That's and it. I know for me, if this was, you know, you know, unfortunately, I, I retired from the job, you know, and um, it's, it's not what I wanted. Um, but I know if this was offered to me, you know, a few years ago, I would have been all over it, 100% yeah. all over it. And be like, dude, this is legit, along with everything, you know, with the CBT and, you know, all those things you got yeah. to do to, to, to keep it. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, I, I just think the story's rad. And I think, you know, more guys should, you know, look into a little bit more when they can, you know, when they want to. And, um, it's definitely a, a touchy subject for sure, oh, in, sure. In a lot of ways, you know, and you know, there might be some guys like that. Oh, I, I get what they're saying. Some that don't, but at the end of the day, like, you know, we, we choose this job because we truly have passion for it. We want to make a difference. And that might sound cliche, but, um, you know, what, what matters is, you know, we, we've got, we've got family members that really love us. We've got, family members we have to take care of, you know, um, here we are taking care of people, you know, that we don't even know oh, yeah. the majority of the time <laughs> right? But we and, won't take and, care and of who's, who's suffering sometimes the most, yeah. our family, Yeah, exactly. you know, so yeah. it's a perspective, you no. know, not, not making decisions for anybody, but it's like, you know, I got humbled a lot these past few years yeah. and, you know, losing my wife to suicide and, you know, I, I attribute to a lot of me being numb, you yeah. know, 
Um, it wasn't my, my, my fault, but um, with this story, like you said, the miscommunication and, and you get cold, you get numb and, you know, everybody, you know, goes through different things. But when there's an option like this that can really, you know, um, I don't want to say speed up the process super fast, but it does speed it up yeah, it does. to where, yeah, to where you, you, you could get to healing a lot faster to fix the things that, you know, truly matter in life. I'm not saying the job doesn't matter, but, you know, marriages matter. Your kids matter. Your family matters. Yeah. You know, and sometimes they're seeing the worst part of us. So if there's something to, to help, then, you know, huh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's uh, when you're saying that, it makes me think of like, you know, the analogy I give of a lock, right? Like with us as firefighters and stuff, it's, uh, we tend to beef that lock up, right? We've, it's case hardened steel. And yeah, we, yeah. You know, we're going to throw some weld <laughs> yeah. on there. We're going to, I mean, we literally make it so hard, yep. right? That's that armoring that we do to protect ourselves. Um, that you think there's no way to get through that lock. Yep. I'll, I'll never be able to do this. And that's what I'm saying when I say that that's like the key, man. It's like, sure. it, so um, yes, it, it, it accelerates that process. Absolutely. You still got to do the work. Yeah. And yep. um, I saw a lot of guys that um, if you even are halfway willing to do the work, like this guy that just got it recently, he just started, I mean, he, he'd only been doing therapy for, I, I'm just going to say about a month. I think he's been three or four sessions, right? At one hour at a time. So all in three, four hours worth of talk therapy. Yeah. Gets the shot. And you saw the text two weeks later, changed our lives. Yep. Him and his wife, his wife's crying because he comes home from work and he's not having to drink whiskey to go to sleep. Yeah, that was me. Right. Yeah. That was me, man. I mean, we've, we've, you know, that, he's not yeah. waking up in the middle of the night. He's not yep. wanting to pull people out of cars when he's driving. He's not yep. screaming at people on the road. He's not, you know, freaking out at the cashier because they can't get the machine to work or the guy forgets pickles for his hamburger. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the things that people, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we've all been there, dude. I've been there. Yeah. You've been yeah. there. You know, yep. we're, we're so impatient because the volume of calls, our job, everything's so fast paced. Yeah. The world we're in these days is that yeah. way. So it's like, there's a lot, man. There's a lot of noise out there. And it's, yep. um, you know, you go get the shot. It doesn't mean I couldn't go right back to being an asshole. Yeah. Um, so I want to protect that. Um, when I start to feel that overwhelming uh, kind of pull to, to to resume that speed in my racing thoughts and just get myself involved in a ton. Like we were talking about today. It's like there's a lot of stuff I want to do, but it's like I got to manage it to where it's it's like effective. Yeah. Where it's not it's not toxic, right? Yeah. And that's and, what this does. And it does. Yeah. It, it does. It yeah. allows you to pay attention to that stuff. Now it doesn't For mean sure. I couldn't resume that. And dude, that's the other thing is I mean, I hate it that that you didn't know about this thing, but at the same time, I'm very realistic that I could go back to work and then, you know, that call happens. Yeah. And that's it. I'm done. I hang yeah. it up. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. You know, I hope not. But I, as of now, I'm not going in that with that mindset. But yeah, now exactly. I'm like, I'm way more aware of it. Yep. I want to pay attention for the other people I work with. I'm gonna, exactly. I'm gonna try to you know, be there for them. I, I, as I said, I presented this information to a lot of them and, and many of them are already uh, pursuing it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anybody that, like I said, that, that you want to talk to, yeah, we'll get you in there soon. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait it's, either, It's man. really going to, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it, I think, I think it's going to start catching on more and more. Yeah. Well, and that's know? what we're trying um, to do is just, is, is just create awareness, you yeah. know? And another, um, another thing is the center of excellence is going to have another facility in Hemet. Okay. coming up soon so you know okay. for any of your firefighter brothers you have a time frame on that or they they're saying into this year okay. um i don't know you know how things get held up yeah. COVID obviously threw a lot of shit off um so i'd say a, a safe bet is probably by next year but i know it's like already being built you know their staffing is always the hardest part for places like that um the one in maryland you know it's a phenomenal facility but they've been there for about seven years and, um you know or six or seven and uh, the Hemet facility is just, you know, it's it's easier for California firefighters for to go sure. to. I know a lot of people yeah. say, oh, Maryland, that's a long way away. It's yeah. like, well, hey, man, when you're talking about your life and the quality of your life, exactly. like a flight to and Maryland was nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anybody yeah. In, in your life. Yeah. So, 
Anyways, man, yeah, well, cool, I'm, man. I'm, I'm glad to share that, and I yeah. hope, hope it helps somebody. Yeah, well, you know, any, everyone uh, that's listening, you know, I want to thank you for your time, and uh, you know, we'll we'll be getting into more, you know, detail of of you know other guys, and whatnot that that might be getting it and stuff like that. So, thank you for your time, dude. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Awesome, All right, sounds good. Yeah.